0: Rebellious, Mind. Rebellious Minds presents a new podcast experience for the ultimate fan called Comic Cast, hosted by T'Challa BP74, where you can get breakdowns, reviews, and all the inside information. December 8th, 2019, Episode 9, Comic Casters.
1: Greetings, greetings, greetings. This is your man T'Challa BP74 coming to you live. We got our returning. I uh, guess you can call him now the, uh, what do what we calling him? What, what's the name I of I mean, I'm a number two, man. My, my number two <laughs> number in the two. house. Go ahead and say your name. <laughs> Keitano. Keitano is in the house, guys. We got a great episode for you guys tonight. Uh, this one is called Women's Weekend because it's all about the women today. Okay? This is the first weekend in December. So, ladies, for the listeners out there, we giving you all the praise. We giving you all the talk today. It's all about you and how much you kick butt out there and, and all that you do. So you're welcome. You know this is what we gotta do. So strap in, get ready for an amazing episode. All right. So Women's Weekend. We starting off with an amazing show just wrapped up about two weeks ago uh, on the DC streaming network Titans. Okay. Um, how did you feel about the entire episode? Oh, the entire season.
0: Actually. I, I I actually really did like the entire season. I felt it was different. I felt it was fresh, um, and it was still DC. Okay, you know, like you can you can tell the difference between DC and Marvel. And I always felt that DC is a little bit on the darker side. You've heard me say before that I feel like they they address, or I should say, they at least show you the 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 side of trauma and what people who have been traumatized how they act and what their what goes on inside, side. And I mean, I don't know what was the first show I saw where you have a character that has to deal with seeing someone who is not really there. Mm-hmm. You know, which, I mean, obviously, for someone who teaches a class about mental health first aid, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about what people, when people are having episodes of psychosis and what it looks like. And so, I don't know psychosis where you actually see people, however you do they do hear voices now with with um Grayson having the experience he had, it actually saved him, but it was um it was very well done it was extremely well done speaking looking,
1: looking at it from the inside out,
0: yeah, But I will say this um in what is his last name?
1: Uh, I don't know. All right. we, we're going to just call him Jorah All, right. All right. So, <laughs> so
0: Jorah, um, I don't like him as a Batman. I do he like He is not him. a Batman. Well, but see, the thing is... He's they, a Bruce Wayne. But then don't have him do Batman-like things. Okay. Which is when Grayson is kind of getting himself together and he's fighting, he does attack um, Bruce. Mm-hmm. And Bruce has to, you know... Mm-hmm. Him off and show him how he is a superior fighter and how, and how but here's the thing: it didn't come across that way on the screen. Yeah. It looked like a, an old it, man who it, had to learn some choreography. It, learned, it looked forced. It definitely looked forced. Yeah. It was it, it put it this way, for someone else, it probably would have been good choreography. So I don't know if it's the if it's the choreography or if it's the actor or if it's both. Yeah. But I don't felt like it worked. And someone like the I don't know what the actor's name is who plays Dick Grayson but he clearly is someone who has some form of training because you could tell by the way he moves that it looks more natural and so you got someone who looks natural with someone who, who doesn't. doesn't
1: yeah and if, if anybody who's known the way how Bruce or Batman fights he's a fluid fighter yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so and it did look false that, yeah. that was the one thing I would say. I didn't care for. Yeah. But as far as a Bruce, just from a verbal standpoint. It was, awesome. was awesome. It was awesome. It was yeah. Awesome. He's a great Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And he's a great older Bruce Wayne. Now, is there any way that I could get my props? The last time we talked about Titans, yeah. we talked about how many times Bruce Wayne uh, was going and to And we be, said,
0: we believed four, and it actually turned out to be Five. five. It did and, you know, five. for
1: some, some way, somehow, the young ladies that we had didn't say, you were right. I would never get yeah. a W from yeah. uh, 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 Jenna Esposito, a.k.a. Wonder Woman, because she don't like to take L's. But the fact <laughs> of the matter is, I said we're going to get at least four. And yeah. we got five. I ain't, well, even, I ain't even get a phone call about it.
0: We did not anticipate episodes where Bruce Wayne... Y'all Ray... didn't! Right. Well, we did not anticipate having... Episodes where Bruce Wayne is just a figment of someone else's imagination. Yeah, because I'm thinking Bruce Wayne, the actual yeah. character. So yeah, we did see him for five. But I mean, episodes. he was the character,
1: but it just it came across that a, episode. It's a
0: hallucination, bro. It is, but is he still there? You see what it's I'm saying? It's a hallucination, man. Listen, to but me. okay, hey, you heard me say I will eat the crow. So you I'm eating. But you, I'm, know what? you know what? You don't. You're not even one eating wife.
1: it. You don't, you're not even the one who I want to eat the crow. I, I want to get a phone call from her you saying, want some, you were the right. person that's
0: falling on their sword, you don't want that person to fall on their sword. I don't want you to you fall want, on your sword. You I want. want,
1: Jenna Esposito, if you're listening to this, I want a phone call from you saying, Hey man, I'm going to eat some crow. Wonder Woman can't eat a plate of crow. Call me. I'm waiting for the apology and you to give me the head nod that I was right. Jenna.
0: It has been put out there, so I hope that you do respond because you do know that he doesn't let things go. I cannot. (laughs) I cannot. There, there is. If there's anybody we know who knows how to how to be petty, it is it is
1: me. I'm gonna own it, Capitano Petty. That's what we gonna call me. I'm fine with it, but it is what it is. So, Jenna, if you're listening, I'm waiting on my apology and my hey. You know, you were right. I was wrong. From you, all right? Don't make us all wait, together, Please, Please don't. don't. Do yeah. So, what's your take on Donna Farley, since this is Women's Weekend? She made the ultimate right. sacrifice. So, so,
0: imagine for a moment mm-hmm. that you're watching Avengers Endgame, mm-hmm. and everyone, like, you know, they rally around Tony defeating Thanos, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden... Like, a ship falls out of the sky and kills half the team long after they've died. Like, Or better yet, the dam breaks and it floods everyone and they die anyway. Yeah. It, it's kind of like that, you know, because the thing that should have killed her didn't. And this random thing falling in the fashion that it falls and it all, oh, it's electrified. And we find that out after she catches it. We find
1: out that this thing is electrified and it kills her. This is my disgruntled. This is what grind my gears. Peter Griffin, I'm taking this one. Um, she is super powered. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um, out of all the things that Donna's been through, this is the
1: thing that kills her. Yes, electricity. This is the thing. Really though, you see what I'm saying? This is Wonder Girl, man. You know, if if she can't fly, she can leap all depends on what you if you read in books. She just went toe to toe with Connor. You see what I'm saying? And for some way, somehow, you get taken out by a couple votes. <laughs> <laughs> it's laughable. It's beyond laughable. <laughs> Another thing that is upsetting for me is she's can Out of all the women on the show, yeah. I think she's the highest.
0: See Well, that's not hard to do. But yes, is. I mean oh. well this is also She's a not the hottest to me. But. It's, it's
1: also a personal opinion for me.
0: Yeah. You see yeah. what I'm
1: saying? Yeah. Why are you gonna take her with an ICANN? You gonna leave us with Dawn, aka Duff? Really? <laughs> oh or, or Starfire. Hey. Now hey, I hey, do hey. like the hey. fact that she changed her hair in season two. She is a lot hot, hotter in season two. But I do think her sister, who we're gonna talk about it in a little bit, is hotter than her, and I cannot wait to see what that's like. But hey, we gonna go there in a couple minutes, you know. But so they
0: took, they replaced it with a, a beautiful piece of chocolate. So what's the problem?
1: <laughs> I hate. I just the way Donna died, though, I felt was lazy. Well, it, I it felt it was lazy yeah, writing. No,
0: it was. It was yeah. absolutely lazy, and it's not there. So, um, but you know, this is this is what we have. Yeah. The season overall, I was satisfied with the season. One hundred percent satisfied. Um, and and big credit to starting off the season the way they did because they started off as as if it were a finale, and that was the beginning. Yeah. And it didn't
1: slow down. Now let me ask you a question: yeah. Going into the next season, do you think they have to keep that caliber? Yeah. You, you know, you know what a crescendo is when you build up and then you scale back down.
0: Yeah, um the only way you can scale down is if you st- if you're going to start introducing a lot of new characters which you I'm totally fine with adding some new characters to kind of give it more depth.
1: Okay. But after starting season 2 the way and the manner in which you did. Yeah. to have a season 3 start off slow is going to be like what are you doing? You just tease this with an amazing not if you tell a really good story. Okay.
0: Good story trumps big emotional roller coaster for me all day long. Okay. So if you, if you tell a good story, or, I mean, to be honest, what if they introduce a whole new cast of people and delay giving you anything about the Starfire storyline or any of the others until until later in the season season or even in the following season? Um, I wouldn't feel the connection.
1: You have to start the way you finished. In order to bridge... Where season, you finished. Where you finish, In order to bridge it. Or the story. You see what I'm saying? Well,
0: the th- and the reason why I asked this question is because um, I didn't know that I was going to get a fresh story when I started watching American Horror Story. True.
1: But American Horror Story have been known to do stuff
0: like. No, that. I'm saying at the very, very beginning. beginning so you watch right. the first season and you think maybe these characters are going to be coming up in the following season, and they give you a whole they give you a whole new storyline with a whole new cast mm-hmm. with some returning cast members who are playing new some characters,
2: characters yeah.
1: and it works. But they that have been their premise for a while. You see what I'm saying? And I'm if, just saying, for, it's for anybody who have watched the show um, as many years as they did, they bring back, you know, the same actors to play different characters for different stories. Yeah, I mean, I I'd be
0: down for seeing some. Some origin type stories, and these people are
1: discovered by like Dick Grayson. But I don't, I don't mind if they do origin stories as backstories, and then we find out they walked into San Francisco and ran into Dick. Or mm-hmm. maybe they was in Gotham and ran into Dick in a past. Right, or they, 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 or they, or they maybe they run
0: to Bruce, and Bruce sends them, them to San Francisco. Yeah. Like this is where you need to go. Yeah. But you have to bridge it. If you don't bridge <clears> it, it's yeah. Like, yeah. It Bottom line is if you if you tell the story, yeah. and if you do a good job telling the story, you can you can do you can take the risks. You can. You so can.
1: but you have to tell a good story. Yeah. Now let me ask you this. What do you think? First of all, did you see it coming that it was Donna was gonna die?
0: Yeah, I did. You saw it in the trailer? Well, no, no, no. I didn't see it in the trailer. It's just that when Dove is covering the girl, they're probably not going to kill the kids. So whoever goes to save Dove, that's who dies. Yeah. But it was... I just didn't... I didn't feel like it was necessary to kill someone at that point. It's just like, you know, go ahead, do the the greetings and the hugs and the the day is over. We saved the day and... Move on to whatever the next part in the storyline is. Why do we have to kill someone off right at this moment? Yeah. It didn't push the storyline.
2: Lazy line.
1: writing. Lazy writing. Yeah. Um, I kind of knew she was going to die. Okay. Um, A couple weeks before the finale, um, there was a leak that came out with a still of them taking the casket out, and you saw the magic glass on the side. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they had another image with just them standing up, which you see it in the finale. Yeah. And Raven was not among them, and Donna wasn't among them. Right. So when I saw that, I immediately thought, okay, it has to be Donna. Mm-hmm. We don't know where Raven is, but it has to be Donna, simply yeah. because the magic Killing time. Ra- killing Raven is a, hard, a lot harder. I would have been okay with them killing Raven. I'm going to tell you why. Because... Being that Trigon is within the gem in her forehead, mm-hmm. he could have resurrected her because we still don't know the extent of her power. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. Even even in the comics, as much as they have explored about her power, we still don't know. As she matures, her power is mature. She's likely to go on a long sleep yeah. than to actually die. Than to die. You see what I'm saying? So I would have been okay with <clears throat> it um, than them killing off Donna.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, now, let's talk about your girl <laughs> and my girl. Starfire yes. slash Blackfire. Yes. Um. What is your take on when they first introduced Blackfire?
0: I thought it was an interesting way of doing it because I didn't see that coming with the whole putty thing and it just taking over the woman. I knew she was toast for whatever was going to happen, but yeah, that was pretty crazy. So I'm cool with it. I like it. Um. I like that. Well, actually, no. I would have
1: preferred that we go to Blackfire instead of Blackfire coming Coming to us. us. Let me ask you something. Why do you think Blackfire is coming to us? Because Starfire says to her, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. Right? Yeah. And she responds like, yeah, okay, whatever, bring it.
0: Yeah. Right? So why? She has everything she needs at home. Why? She's already got the military.
1: Yeah. She's already on
0: the throne. You know, she has to come. If you want it, come get it. And she has no arm, and um Starfire has no army. At she this has time. nothing. So then, why come?
1: Yeah, yeah. Do you think it's a cheap way out? You think it's checking uh, a box? I, I. What box would that be, though? Fan service.
0: Just to see Blackfire on Earth? Yeah. There, there's a lot of other boxes that get checked that have to get checked before that box gets. But checked. if it's
1: fans just screaming, we want Blackfire. We want Blackfire.
0: It's an easy, yeah, but it's a easy lazy
1: way to write in Blackfire.
0: You can get Blackfire by throwing Starfire on a plane but if you, or it, a
1: ship and sending her, her but home. But if you, if you put on a ship and you send her home... And she brings her crew with her. But then where does that leave everybody on
0: Earth? Uh, it gives us a season over a few days okay.
1: in another world. I don't even think it's it has It's only ha-
0: 13 episodes. It is, but I
1: don't think we needed to go to another Earth for that. I think we maybe needed one or two episodes.
0: Why not
1: go on a galactic mission to save maybe it's Fire, maybe, Or to get Starfire her crown back? Maybe it's the budget maybe it'll be more of a budget of uh, than blowing a budget doing a movie with all kinds of stuff in space or whatever. Well, here's the thing, though. It, it now
0: your writing has been changed because we start off with I'm coming for you to, oh, no, I'll meet you there. <laughs> like, yeah. she's like, come on. And they it's like, well, why is she even here? Because we wouldn't be having this conversation yeah, if she didn't show up. Show so up, now yeah. someone's changing the direction of the Black Fire and Starfire storyline yeah. because it there has to be a change.
1: Yeah. It does. It does. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We're going to play by air. We're going to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Lazy writing. All right. So we're going to jump into the next topic. Uh, Women Wednesday continues. We're going to talk about Watchmen a little bit. Okay. We almost end to the ending of the season. As two more episodes leave. You know, um, let's talk about Regina King's character. Angela Abel. Angela Abel. You know. Now, you have said to me before, she is not the what? I said she's not the, I'm not, I don't remember he what said. You said something about her not being the most informed, but she is the smartest. Oh, yeah,
0: she is, so I look at these people's different pieces. So you have, um, and I really should break out the names so that I can say this accurately because I have actually put some thought into this.
1: <laughs> Ooh, you about to go deep man. I'm about
0: it. to go deep. So I'm going to make sure that I say things correctly here. Uh-huh. So uh, give me a moment.
1: I'm going to pull up. Okay. First of name. all, yes. why are you pulling up the name? You I got to got you, you give me the one, if you was to sum up the last episode in one word. um, we're, Now we're playing chess. Now we're playing chess. Yeah. I don't know if I would say chess.
0: Well, I think chess was always being played, but now we see who the pieces are and now, now, you the see audience, the chess pieces. now
1: the audience is like, oh, we're playing a game of chess now. OK, so let me ask you this. Are we just playing chess or are all the players or the pieces are in
0: play? Well, there were always pieces in play, but as an audience, we didn't see what the pieces were, and now we see what they are. But
1: I mean, the king and queen could be on the board, but not in play yet. You see what I'm saying? Well, I don't think we know all the pieces. We definitely don't know all the pieces, but
0: we're seeing enough pieces to know that there's a more complicated game being played. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. So, um Lady... Uh, nah, I was going to say Lady True, but the, the actress who... I wish these things in a much better order than it is. Lady True. Alright, so Lady True is who is played by Hong Chao. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she is the most informed person on the board.
1: Is it because she's the most intelligent person on the board? It's
0: because she's got the longest amount of cash.
1: <laughs> the largest amount of resources.
0: Yeah, she's got the most resources and she is super intelligent. Mm-hmm. So therefore. She is the most well-informed. However, she may not necessarily be the smartest person on the board. Um, But she is scientifically the smartest. Overall strategy, she may not be the smartest. Um, And mainly because, you know, she maybe she's at a position where she can only do certain things. Like, she can only throw her weight around so much. And Angela has everyone Angela's shown everybody, everyone, that you cannot push her around. Like sooner or later, Angela's gonna do what Angela's gonna Mm -hmm. do because Angela has her own plan. And so but she's she's learning these things on the fly, especially Mm -hmm. with her grandfather, Mm -hmm. but she's also got her own secrets and she knows exactly how to respond to these different things Mm -hmm. case in point when they talk about her, her husband and her and lady true talking about it. Lady true's trying to basically say like, I know who your husband really is, but we as the audience don't know that. We Mm -hmm. just know that she's talking about amnesia and how uncommon amnesia really is. Mm -hmm. And then Angela goes, he has it. Basically he Mm -hmm. has amnesia. Mm -hmm. And that was the perfect response because she had a secret about her husband mm-hmm. that she couldn't come out. So mm-hmm. she's sticking to the lie. Yeah. And then they she says, You only wanna know who Dr we think Dr. Manhattan is and she doesn't say a single, single word. word. She
1: just gets on the elevator and goes down like No, she says I'm going home. Yeah. Yeah, I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Yeah. And you, it's not until the conversation. Right. In the, the last two minutes, you're like, whoa. Okay. Like, apparently,
0: we know that Angela knew. All exactly. Along. She knows that everybody knows who her husband but, is. You know
1: what? <laughs> it, it gives Angela the, the last two episodes mm-hmm. gave her so much depth as a character. Yeah. And to see where she was as a kid. Yeah. What happened when she says she has no family? Yeah. She had no family. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. And, and you watch the way it went down, and you're like, whoa. Because yeah. that FBI lady's like, yo, we all got family. Yeah. I mean, when the grandmother dies. While putting her
0: in the, in the car. In
1: the car. Yeah. And she comes out and sees her like, I have nothing. And the only thing I have to go on is the fact that I've made myself a promise that I'm going to be a yeah, police officer, officer. officer. Yeah. Police
0: officer. Yeah. And she fulfilled
1: that and promise. she
2: fulfilled that promise
1: man it it was it was bananas but now, the thing is what was your whole thing on the Sister Night thing cuz she saw that and embodied that from a kid to where I thought that was awesome it was, that was like awesome. that is not lazy writing that is great strategic writing yeah yeah they did not drop the ball and i'm so excited to see what the she does. connected
0: she with, was with like. Sister Night since she was a kid kid it it was it was really extremely well done um there's so much to, to talk about. I mean, yeah. but going back to Angela, you could tell as a kid, there was something, I'm just going to say it a little off about her mm-hmm. because like there was a, a fear center that was, it seems like she, there, it was like not turned on yeah. in her brain. Yeah. Because we, even throughout this entire thing, we never see her fearful of anything. anything. Yeah. She's calculated, but she also has to learn on the fly. Because when she's going down that elevator when she leaves the booth, the room with the globe, mm-hmm. she's just been informed that everyone knows who her husband is. Mm-hmm. Seventh Calvary knows who he is, and so does Lady True. So she's like, I'm going home. Yeah. And yeah. she doesn't tell nut and she she waits for everyone to play their hand. And that's what everyone did was they play everyone played their hand.
1: Well, not yet. The Seven Cavalry haven't played their
0: hand. Well, they did by her by Lady True knowing. Yeah. So they played their hand. She inadvertently knows what they're doing yeah. because of Lady True. So everyone's played their hand. Yeah. So now it's time for her to play her. Now she's gotta
1: play hers. Now, if you was her and you are in that situation where you took those pills, and you have to now lay in a catatonic state, Mm. but you are seeing your grandfather's images Mm -hmm. from the time he was young and became a police officer. And it's weird, not weird, but genius almost, to see how she was tied into becoming a police without even knowing. Knowing. It's in in her DNA. It's in her DNA. Yeah. You know, so to see that come full circle and then she's in his body Mm -hmm. and witnessing everything and living it. And saying in the same breath that it's painful.
0: Yeah. How do you think you would have coped with that? Um, I probably don't have the mental capacity to come back from something like that.
1: That's a lot to come back.
0: Yeah, for. I don't think I... I Whatever happens from a dosage like that on the negative side, yeah. I probably would have been one of those cases.
1: But if you realize, too, her grandmother pulled her out.
0: Yeah, well, her grandmother pulled her out because that was a memory from her childhood that got in place. But if, bottom line is, if they don't hook Angela up to the elephant, Angela doesn't come back either. Yeah. So, so to some degree, they had to get her the right treatment. But even with the right treatment, it was up to Angela to come back.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, but I don't know if I would have been able to come back after those kind of images. I mean, first of all, the, that was trauma upon trauma from so since she was a kid. Getting strung up and then cut down and then taking on the hood and then the the scene where um, he calls his supposedly team and the team is like, nah, we don't really want any parts of that. You know, so to find out that your team ain't really a team, they're just in it for, they're in it for the camera. They're not in it for what the real reason the real, right. why you're trying to do what you're trying to right, do. trying to to defend for those who can't defend themselves. Yeah. So, and, and speaking of which, um, this is the only thing I don't like about the show. Okay. Is mm-hmm. we've talked about the checking of boxes before, yeah. uh-huh. and the there's two scenes in que- Well, not in question, but I'm going to use the two scenes to make my point. There's a scene where Glass is at home mm-hmm. and he's looking at porn and mm-hmm. it's homosexual porn. Mm-hmm. Didn't have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. Because that gives us an insight to what who glass is as a person mm-hmm. and his sexual preferences mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. Didn't have a problem with that at all. But then there's a scene where Angela is reliving her grandfather's grandfather is, life. Yes. And the grandfather is entertaining the the idea of working with someone else who is in the crime-fighting business, Mm -hmm. who happens to be a male. Mm -hmm. But if you notice, if you
1: remember... From one scene to another scene?
0: Yeah. Yes. But the thing is that when I called you about this earlier, I said, because I wanted to make sure that, because I'm a heterosexual person, and even though I have homosexual friends even the I like I can't my brain doesn't work in a homosexual manner Mm -hmm. so therefore like I never really understood the desire standpoint of it Mm -hmm. so when I see it on screen sometimes I'm wondering like am I just being biased or is this really like checking a box Mm -hmm. and so I asked you I said Imagine that someone comes to the grandfather's house yeah. and it's a female and they talk about teaming up and then and the, next the very next scene is him yeah. having sex with her yeah. does that push the storyline yeah. and your response was no
2: it does not it
0: does not push the storyline yeah. so then i said now let's take the female out and put a male in yeah. and you have the same thing, same thing. So now I feel like all we're doing is checking a box, because there's no point where that scene pushes the storyline of the grandfather, and it doesn't push the storyline at all. Uh, For the character. For the character. Yeah. The only thing, the only connection you can make, and it's a weak connection, is the fact that the actual, the present day uh, character was homosexual. Yeah. And, and into porn, or maybe it was didn't mind being recorded. It looked like like homemade porn or whatever. So that's the. It's a very weak connection of the homosexual one in the present and the homosexual one in the past. It's
1: extremely weak. I felt slightly different. I felt like there was no connection, but I felt like they were trying to play the race, the race card. Because remember, one was black, one was white. Right. Um, and in that time, the way they viewed blacks was not black Like high. animals.
0: Yeah. yeah. But at the same time, though, you can still, they still told that aspect of the time period in the relationship. But but they didn't have to do that in bed. They, they could have did that yeah. over and again, coffee.
1: I definitely felt like it was a check in the box situation because yeah. there was no connection to the yeah. story. There were no bridge To carry from one story into another.
0: Right. Showing
1: that Glass was
0: homosexual, or at least had homosexual preferences, I felt that that was a part of the story and it checks the box all at the same time.
1: See, I didn't didn't feel that way. Even like, because if you watch, because like I sat down and I watched. And a lot of time when I'm watching an actor or character, I'm looking to see where they're going with it. Mm -hmm. There was no desire. There was no desire within Glass watching. So well, do we? Well, see, Glass is per, well his behavioral style and with his is, backstory too. It's very black and white.
0: Yeah. Well, he he was traumatized. Let's start with that. Yes. So he was traumatized by the prostitute, mm-hmm. and, and then he's traumatized by the the sonic blast that kills all the people. So with those traumas. I can understand having a preference of homosexuality. But here's the thing. You don't see desire on his face because he's, he's exhibiting a behavior style that doesn't show emotion. He never shows emotion in the looking glass. He never,
1: or I should say in that, whatever that place was where the interrogation room. I think he showed, he doesn't show emotion there. Maybe that's why he has, his his persona is the looking glass. Where
0: do we see him show emotion as an adult? Police officer. When do we, we see emotion? We, we don't see emotion. We never do. But we saw
1: emotion when he was younger in that and
0: Yeah, but that was pre-trauma, uh-huh. right. and then post-trauma. Yeah, you know that trauma shaped how he approached his life from that moment on. Yeah, and so he lives a life in secret. He lives a life. I mean, he literally lives in a house connected to a bunker. Yeah, you know, and he doesn't have any friends. You know, he has. He apparently is viewed as attractive because, you know, there are other females that he gets involved with. Mm -hmm. Um, But they also, he's also easy to manipulate because of the fact that he still does have the hero complex, but but he's also the loner. He's the loner hero. And so even when he turned Angela in, he was saving her. Mm You know, um, even with his ex wife, he probably is not with his ex wife because he probably is trying to save her from whatever horrors that were going on. So, you, to come think, his way. you
1: think he's like, I have to save this stray right now? He he, he loves to save strays. So he he saves likes to strays. take in strays. He in takes in strays. strays. Yeah. Maybe because he himself was a stray before the explosion. And he was. You know he I mean? was. And strays attract strays. But you see, when we, look, when we look at a character like that and we see the layers with the character, it makes that story and that character that much more interesting. Yeah. And know? he has homosexual preferences. And he has that preference. That's you know? it. But... But again, did not bother me one bit yeah. about him. Um, that didn't bother me, but I definitely felt like the whole thing with the grandfather and the other guy it was a check in the box. <sighs> it was so horrible. You know, that... Hey. I, and see, for for me... That in itself was the lazy writing of this so far. Yeah. Everything yes. else has been solid. Yeah. 100%. Well, my, my neighbor
0: said that he stopped watching at that point. Yeah. He said because anytime he sees that, it's tough for him to continue on. And he stopped it. Now, if you get past that scene,
2: yeah,
0: it's back to its height of being a phenomenal a, a show. phenomenal show.
1: Yeah. Um, And I think it's a phenomenal show. Yeah. Now. I'm definitely not going to fault it for one scene. Let me tell you something. We saw it in Game of Thrones. How could you? You, know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, we, we see it. So yeah. it, it's there. I'd rather have I'd rather have things
0: like that happen now than happen in your last season or in your season finale.
1: Yeah. Now I will tell you this. Um, as far as that, the whole the show itself is an aspect. I have gotten people have sent me messages, people have called me, and I have white friends. I have white family members mm-hmm. you know i have uh, mm-hmm. white associates people i know are white so do I. Yeah. I love white people mm-hmm. i've had some of my white friends and associates have either messaged me or call me and mm-hmm. tell me that they feel offended mm-hmm. because of the way that white people treat blacks in the show my response was why does it bother you Mm -hmm. This is nothing that just started last week. Right. This is nothing that started last month or last year. Mm -hmm. This has been going on for generations. And and not only that, though, the show
0: also Mm -hmm. takes into account that now the United States is the new racial power in Mm -hmm. regards to Vietnam. Mm -hmm. Because Dr. Manhattan... Mm -hmm you know, slaughters, you know, however many he slaughters, and now it becomes the next state. Mm -hmm. So they, they conquered Vietnam to the point where it became his next state. And the locals are still feeling like they were invaded. So, you know, that's a whole nother level of racism now Mm -hmm. that you have to introduce. Now it's, One country versus a whole another country. Mm -hmm. It's not just black and white over there. Hence the the death of Angel's parents. And now, while I'm watching it, I'm I'm looking. I'm like, they've got all these like puppets of Doctor Manhattan. They've got all this stuff about Doctor Manhattan. And I'm like, didn't he just like wipe this place out? So why is there so much homage being
1: paid to Doctor Manhattan? And so, it's a human behavior. I'm gonna show you why I say that. Um, you know what Christopher Columbus's grave is? Is it he here in Florida? No, where? It's in the Dominican Republic. They worship Christopher Columbus there. His grave—you cannot go into where his gravesite is. There's gods and stuff there mm. by the tomb. Mm-hmm. You get too far in, they'll tell you turn around, or they will shoot you. And he's Spanish, and he's Spanish. In the center of downtown, they have a, a statue that they made mm. with the local, which was the Indians back then, the mm-hmm. Spanish Indians. Mm. And they are like giving gifts and Christopher Columbus is up on his horse and everything. Mm. Now, the Spaniards took over sickness over there. Mm. And they wiped out a lot of them. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They mistreated a lot of the locals. You sure, know what I'm saying? Sure. Um, but they still worship them and treat them like they were gods among men. Mm. So, what, when you have to honestly take a step back and look at it and say, okay, but I just, I'm seeing this now in, in, in Watchmen. Yeah. Where Dr. Manhattan pretty much did the same thing, only said, you know, except. Yeah, and everybody's paying homage and to And everybody's paying homage. They got little statues, little puppets, little souvenirs, yep. and paraphernalia. Yeah. They selling it was, on the
0: street. I was just. I want to say I wasn't mortified, but I was just like I was kind of confused. Like, yeah. how is this going on? Yeah. And so then the explosion, the suicide bomber, it all makes sense, sense now. Yeah. You know that that's what happened. You know, she's peeping it all out. She could tell that something's not right. right. But she's too little you to know, do anything and about. it. She cannot
1: say anything and move fast enough, and then to move, do anything about it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So. Hey, a lot of layers to this show. Layers, layers man, yeah. and that's what makes it such a good show. You've had me say this before. When you have a story that has layers, mm-hmm. it gives the show depth.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And when you have layers, and you because remember, every time an onion has layers, every layer that you peel, you cry a little more. Mm-hmm. When you get to the center of the onion where the juices is the strongest and everything, you bawling like a baby at that point. You, hey, hey, hey. you know what I'm saying? Layers. I've said this before with Winter Soldier. I've mm-hmm. said it before with Black Panther. Why? Those two are my favorite shows because they have layers. Yeah. And we watch Watchmen and we see layers. Let me tell you something. Coming from a DC universe, mm-hmm. this is the best thing DC ever put forward. Mm-hmm. I think Titans is a great show mm-hmm. and all that. This, hands down, the best story coming out of your yeah. camp. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Alright, so we are gonna move on to, again. I'd like uh, to make an honorable mention though, because okay. this, this is not, this
0: is me pulling an audible, but okay. Watchmen is about as close to, uh, this is what I'm gonna mention. Oh, first of all, I wanna, want your thoughts on what you thought about the, the dude in the silver suit that slides into the gutter, first of all. Do you remember that? Yeah. I don't know what, because they, they kind of threw that in there, but you know they're going to close that loop they later on, to. so. I don't
1: think they're going to close that loop this season. Yeah, I doubt it. I'm with you on that one. I think there's something there, and I think they're going to disclose that in next season. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So Watchmen is known for, like, their epic cinema, cinematography. Yeah. Yes. Well, there was another show, or not show, but a movie mm-hmm. that embodied Epic cinematography, which was The Matrix. Okay. And we are getting a Matrix Four. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Is it a reboot
0: or is it a four? It's a four. Okay. A Matrix Four. Okay. And the well, you know, back then it was you know the Wachowski brothers, but obviously one of them now has identifies as a woman now. So, but the, the one that identifies as a woman is the sole director mm-hmm. in this story. Yeah, I'm going to see what they do. Now, the challenge here is that the second and third movies were not as good as the first. But the first one was also, and I don't remember what the ruling was, but someone else claimed a, a black female claimed that she wrote that, and it was taken from her. Maybe. And if that's the case, maybe, maybe that's the reason I mean, why 2 are, and 3 we, didn't hey, go so well. Maybe.
1: We, I mean, we know how to do these sketch. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we're going to see. We're going to see what they do with this. You know, so, um, you know, with that ra- wrapping up, Watchmen, we want to jump to another thing. Women Weekend continues. Um, the third thing we're going to talk about today is uh, trailer drop about a week ago. Natasha Romanoff, a.k.a. The Black Widow. She's coming back.
0: She's coming well, She's back. not
1: coming back. We're just going to see a, a part of her life yes. before she dies. Now, this takes place right after Civil War. In between Civil War and Infinity. Oh, so this is a current timeline. This type of thing. Yeah, it happened in between Civil
0: War and Infinity. I actually thought that this was going to be prior to her actually. No. Mm
2: -mm.
0: So where you see where you see it pick up where Cap. This is after she left the um after she left Congress or after she. No, 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 because she did that
1: in in um. I thought Civil War two. And she left Congress with all. That. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 okay. Cap three is when they have Civil War, and she left there. And we don't see until she shows up with Cap and Falcon, right? But it's safe infinity. to assume that when she stopped T'Challa, and, and and Tony and her have words in the end, and Tony was like, "T'Challa told him what you did, blah blah blah," and she's like, "You don't want me to watch your back?" And she right? Walks and she walked
0: off. off. It's safe to assume that she's like, "Cap, I'm a wanted woman now yeah, too." Yeah, so. I'm out.
1: Yeah, and she left, and yeah. then she teams up with them later on, where we see Infinity War. But before that, is where this picks up, and she goes back to find her roots and to figure out that story.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. the the trailer opens up with her having dialogue that she was having an end game about. You know, at one point she, you know, she had a family, but then she had no family, and she ended up with this family. Mm-hmm. And then we see where they in Budapest, mm-hmm. okay, and you see the the statue in downtown Budapest and stuff like that. But in the midst of that, she walks into the room and she got her gun and she's talking to someone. Right. And then the two of them like come out on yeah. both sides. Yeah. And it's her and Florence Pugh as Yelena Belova. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if me and you've had this conversation, how much times before we've had this conversation. But I said to you, I said, if they're going to do a Black Widow movie, they need to have, you remember what I said? No, I do not. I said, if you're going to do a Black Widow movie, you cannot do a Black Widow movie without having Yelena Belova. Okay, cause this is her sister. This, this is her black widow sister. Mm. Okay. Not her biological sister. Right. But, they came up, with the they ranks came up. Together. And the first time I read the whole black widow story where she went up against Yelena was, I think it was a four part story, a four or six part story. Okay. Uh, maybe 2005, 2006, somewhere around, it was somewhere around the time where, if I'm not mistaken, close to the wedding of T'Challa in row, somewhere around, somewhere in between there to 2010 or something, like that, mm-hmm. um, they had this amazing story. The two of them went toe to toe because Natasha, she went off to join the Avengers. She left, she went to America. She deflected, right? Sure. The next one in ranks to come up and be on top of the game or ahead of Black Widow was Yelena. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we ain't going to talk about, um, the one chick. What is her name? Um, Milena Vostakov. Okay. okay. We're going to talk about her in a second. She was already up there in the Black Widow program too, because she later on became Iron Maiden, but Yelena was the best Black Widow that they had. Okay. Okay. They went toe to toe. They battled a few times or whatever. Um, where, at one point, they battled to see who was going to be the ultimate Black Widow and Natasha edged around. out. Mm. Now, they teamed up in the books, you know, fight alongside each other, but they've also clashed many times and so on and so on. I think this is a great way to introduce her because Black Widow does not have to be gone from the Avengers. Now that Natasha is dead, just to leave it out there, they, they could bring in Yelena and she could be the new Black Widow in the next wave of Avengers that come through. You see what I'm Cause, saying? Because... Listen, mate. You need to have a Black Widow. You have to have a Black Widow.
0: What? Listen, man. I'd love that. I would love it because she is the female version of a non-superpowered
1: human being that performs at extraordinary levels. Levels. You see what I'm saying? Um, Now, I will tell you this. The whole... What they're doing right now in the MCU with these next phases is amazing. But I think Kevin Feige, another mm-hmm. amazing chess player, mm-hmm. has pieces in board and he's working the pieces. Mm-hmm. Some of my friends hit me up and they was like, "Man, you seen the Black Widow trailer? I'm ah, not feeling it." Some of my friends went on Facebook and they was like, "What are your thoughts on the Black Widow?" I had some of my <laughs> friends on that troll and talk about, "Nah, not." Feeling are you it.
0: telling me yes. that
1: out of a the trailer
0: wasn't even three minutes long? No. It wasn't they even are, a trailer. It was a teaser. And they have already formulated their opinion yes. about how the quality of this movie is going to be yes. from random scenes that are thrown together in a yes. random order with some narration and some big, you know, epic fonts and stuff like that and a few, like, hero drops. Yep. And you're telling
1: me yep. that these people have already said no. Yep. For those who can't see me right now, I'm bobbing my head saying, yeah. (laughs) Listen, this trailer excited me. And I'm going to tell you in a couple words why it excited me. Because we love Black Widow. We love Black Widow, first of all. (laughs) But second of all, there's layers in here Mm -hmm. that nobody isn't talking about. Mm -hmm. There's a scene where you see the red room and the training sessions and it's like 20 Black Widow.
2: Yeah.
1: First of all, shout out to our girl. Samurai, samurai. Did you see her? Did <laughs> you did see, see her? her? I did see her. Samurai, sweetheart. If you're listening, we love you, and I hope you kicking butt in the movie. I'm just saying, if you are and you're here in my podcast right now, hit me up. Just wanting you to know that we love you. out here, okay? <laughs> the trailer is epic. Mm-hmm. There's the widows in their training. Yeah. There's Yelena Belova in their training. Sure. There's Malina Vostokov who is iron Mating. In this trailer. We ain't seen a cut up yet in the teaser. But I guarantee you she's going <laughs> to cut up. There's Alexi. It, listen man. Are you feeling what I'm putting I, out I, here? I'm understanding everything. For, you're for anybody who don't know. About Alexi Shostakov. He is the Red Guardian. Meaning he is the Russian version. Of Captain America. Mm-hmm. And trust me. Even though in here. Um, uh, you, um, Melina says to him. She says you've gotten fat. Mm-hmm. So he's been in prison for a while. He breaks out of prison. We don't know where they're going to take us in this movie. But when you see him in his red guardian outfit, you're like, Ooh, I got feelings, man. Because <laughs> I watched him in the comics. I read him in the comics. He's a rich character in the yeah. comics. He's a Russian version of Captain America who don't have the morals. Who like now Captain has Am- the Thor
0: gut going
1: on. He's got, got the Thor body going on, the dad, bod, the dad bod. The dad bod. The dad bod. You see what I'm saying? But he don't have the morals that Cap has the stand-up moral. Yeah. He is just their version of Captain America. Okay, He don't mind drinking some vodka. He don't mind smashing skulls and not feeling no way about it. Mm-hmm. He's the Red Guardian. He's just the Red Guardian, a super soldier. Yeah, That's He's doing Russia's his thing. Soldier. You see what I'm saying? I cannot wait to see what they do with this movie. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk about the main villain of this movie, Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. No one knows who Taskmaster is. No one knows if Taskmaster is a man or woman. Completely covered. Completely covered. There's been no leaks. There's been no, oh, Taskmaster is being played by this person. No one knows. If you go on you IMDB, this bad boy, you don't, get to see you who don't Taskmaster know who Taskmaster is. Taskmaster is. Wouldn't it be epic if they unveiled Taskmaster somewhere along the lines? Or oh, you see Taskmaster take his mask off You doesn't see who it is, but you either see boobs or you see long hair. Who would you want it to be? I don't know. In the books, Taskmaster task is a dude.
0: Right. And, and if, ta- if Taskmaster was a female, what female would you want to play Taskmaster?
1: I don't know. I don't know. i take Katie Sack off.
0: You take, t- really? Yeah. I love her. One. And just, I love how, she, first of all, she's extremely athletic yes. in real life. Yes. Um, and there is this intensity that she brings in this bad woman attitude that she brings to some of her roles. I'm going to be honest with you.
1: I would like it to be Charlize Theron. Really? Really. I didn't see that coming at all. No one do. That's what makes it good. If I don't get Charlize Theron, I wouldn't mind getting um, the one chick on Vikings, the main girl, mm. Lagatha. What is her real name? I, I do not know her real Dude, name. I wouldn't mind yeah. getting her. I yeah. wanted her to be Captain Marvel when I was rooting for a Captain Marvel movie yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah, I was I, like, she would be the ultimate Captain Marvel. Now nah, they went with Brie Lawson, um, who's okay. She wasn't my number one pick, but I don't right. think Marvel heard me when I gave my number one pick. Yeah, uh, but, her name is uh, Catherine Winnick. She is yes. from uh, yes. Canada. Yes, yes. yes. Yeah. And that was awesome. that's who I wouldn't mind playing if it was a woman. If Taskmaster was a woman, it would be her.
0: Yeah. I don't have a problem with her playing anything. Yeah. She's an honest. amazing
1: actress. Now, let me show you a thing about Taskmaster that a lot of people don't know. He's the ultimate opponent, ultimate nemesis. Yeah. I'll tell you why. Please, for all of us who don't know. Taskmaster, in seconds of him fighting, mm-hmm. he's going to watch your fighting style. Strategically map it out in his head and mimic and counter. Are these mutant
0: abilities, or is he? We don't know. What about from us comic book?
1: From the comic, even from comic book, we don't know. You don't know. All you know is he watches you, watches the way you move. He counters. It's something in his brain that's programmed that way. You see what I'm saying? And it makes him an amazing opponent, dude. I've watched this dude give Captain America a run for his money. Now, Cap always edges him out because, hey, it's got to matter. But, hand-to-hand combat, I've watched him took it to Widow. I've watched him take it to Falcon. I've watched him take it to Hawkeye. I've watched him take it to Spider-Man. Dude, the amount of people that I've watched Taskmaster take it to. But he always comes up short. Always comes up short. I've watched him kick a lot of B and C characters Mm butt. Come out on top and disappear. Poof. Mm -hmm. Because it's a Taskmaster. Taskmaster also wields a shield like Captain America, and that's another reason why it's been so hard when he goes up against Cap because he has a shield. Mm-hmm. So seeing him and Red Guardian go toe to toe in this movie, because Red Guardian has a shield, mm. so seeing the two of them go toe to toe, it's like woo! So you are looking forward to? I'm this looking team. forward, and anybody who's a fan of the genre, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the fanboys out there that's purists. I'm not purist, even though some of my friends might, yeah, feel otherwise, yeah. Um, those people, you cannot look at this and say, "Eh, I'm not feeling this." Mm-hmm. That scene where she does the flip, the jump, and she lands on top of the yeah, the the sky rail or whatever, right. and she's wearing the white. Right. Anybody who have read the Black Widow's book, when she's wearing the white, you can't tell me that's not a nod to that. You can't tell me you didn't get in your feelings when you saw that. Because yeah. I'm like, ooh, she's wearing the white. She's Black Widow. Well, the fact that it's a cur- it's within in between. Civil War and Infinity War is hot. Yeah. But when I saw her Infinity War, before any of this was ever revealed, I was like, when I saw the blonde hair, I was like, oh, is she going back to the whole Yelena Belova look? Mm-hmm. Is this based on the, y- the Yelena Belova story? Like, why? Everybody knows she's been a redhead. Right. Why is it blonde?
0: Well, I mean, if you watch it, they, they did this progression with her hair. And so they take her from the, an Iron Man. Yeah, where I, t- I was in my feelings multiple times when I've watched Natasha the in these Iron Man films. Yeah, as well as the Captain Americas, But we've seen it go from shoulder shoulder length down to like this bob, mm-hmm. and then to the long and length, and, length, and, and then we get the blonde, and then you know, and then an in game
1: because you see it,
0: you see it.
1: The, yeah. the hair fading out, the black, right. fading and, out, and the, the red, red coming, coming back. back. Yeah.
0: And to me, that is almost like a cycle mm-hmm. of completion. So mm-hmm. we saw all these different phases. And now we're at this place where she's almost right back to where she was at day one mm-hmm. of not having her family mm-hmm. and not having the mission. Because people are questioning if the job even needs to be done. Yeah.
1: yeah. And she's like, if I don't have this. I Have nothing. Have nothing. Yeah. And you see her where she's there's moments where she's breaking. There's moments you know where she's training by herself and she's like trying to keep the Avengers together and she's like anything that happens come through me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because half of humanity's gone. But you see and and I honestly believe this movie you're going to see why she's like that.
0: I don't know what was worse for her, the fact that it happened or the fact that she saw her friend
1: Go down the road that he went down. Um, with Clint. Yeah. Well, we gotta remember too that she went from KGB mm-hmm. to Shield. Mm-hmm. Clint was the reason she went to Shield. And she should have been dead because Clint should have killed her. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Um So she owed him that part of her life. Mm-hmm. So to see her bestie now go down this road, like, I'm a murderer, I'm a killer, I'm, I'm, Killing right even though half of life is gone, I'm out here killing everybody who right. deserves to die. Because yeah. the ones who died didn't deserve to die, so I'm gonna you know what I'm saying? Yeah, the ones who deserve to die, they they their time is up. Yeah. So in her heart, she's like a he, she's like my bestie is a monster. Yeah. So when you know when she's talking to Roadie, and Rohdy's like, listen, it's Barton. And she's like, "But how do?" He's like, "It's Barton." And
0: he's like, "You know, it's Barton. Don't sit there and act you know, like you and she, know." It's and right he's him. like,
1: "He's like, you know, let me find out where he's going." And she's like, "Please, how
0: please, bad please. does it have to be when he says, part of me don't even want to find him.'" Yeah. And you know, he's seen yeah. some things. He is yeah. military. military as yeah, as he's as seen kids.
1: some kids blowing in half over on the side and of the road. He don't want to find Barton. That means that Barton is off. Barton has reached a place of you no know, coming back. That's yeah. how Roddy felt. Yeah. You know. But Natasha's like, I'm not gonna give up. Right. To the point where she meets Barney, he's like, Why are you here? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he's like, Don't give me hope. Don't give me no yeah. hope. And yeah. she's like,
0: sorry I couldn't bring it to Yeah. Hey man, she feels responsible because that was his family. And
1: you know? and when you when you know this and when you see this of a character, you cannot tell me with a clear conscience that. This doesn't make for right rich storytelling. Mm-hmm. This doesn't make for an amazing story. Even if Black Widow suck, mm-hmm. just knowing what she went through in phase one, two, and three, mm-hmm. you can't tell me that this isn't, this isn't worth watching. Right. You see what I'm saying? So for all of my friends and listeners out there who feel negative about this or don't feel like it's going to be that great, I ain't want to say fire for you, but fire for you, yo. Because, again, I'm going in this looking at this with a set of eyes that the average person isn't looking at. Mm -hmm. One, I know her story. I know what she's been through. I know where she came from. Right. But the amount of layers that I see in the small little, what, a minute and 10, 30 seconds of this teaser Mm -hmm. that you give me, if you guys don't want to think that that's going to be great, fine, go ahead. More for me. More for me. But I see after what happened to me in Iron Man 3 mm-hmm. and what happened to me in Thor Ragnarok and what happened to me in Guardians 2 mm-hmm. if I could stomach those I can tell you without a doubt this is gonna be better this than is all those. gonna be better than those yeah it's gonna be great it's gonna be great and any movie that's a spy movie in the MCU, hashtag a Soldier, mm-hmm. it's going to be phenomenal because you're not dealing with superpowers here. Yeah. The most superpower you have, what is Red Guardian, who's out of shape. He got a Thor body, a dad god. Right. And he's not a god. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you cannot tell me that this is not going to be a great movie. Yeah. So, it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. So strap in for you listeners out there. Make sure you go to the theaters. May 2020, hashtag Black Widow. Because we're going to go support the Widow. We got to go support the Widow. We gotta, and not to mention our girl, Sammy Riders in the movie. Yeah. We coming to see you, sweetie. Kick butt. I hope you do, if you listen. All right. So we're going to talk about the last thing that we're going to talk about before we wrap up this amazing women's weekend. Women in the hot. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the Wonder Woman teaser. Now Which I did not see. It, a teaser for the trailer dropped yesterday. It was like maybe... 30, 45 seconds. Okay. Okay. Um, Her costume changed a little bit. Okay. You're hearing the voices. You're hearing the things that are being said in there. And Wonder Woman comes out. Her costume is a little bit brighter. Okay. You know, she's running around in 1984. The movie's called Wonder Woman 1984. And she's doing Wonder Woman stuff. Okay. In the trailer, I see a lasso, a piece of lightning, bro. Lightning, huh? Lightning with the lasso. Now, I know she's a demigod and all that, but sweetheart, if you lasso in a piece of lightning, then woo, you that's, better that's bring it. That's a problem. It. You better bring it. It's all so I'm saying. So she's completely, looks like she's pretty covered up. Well, for that one outfit. Okay. But she has the the, the, the Wonder Woman outfit, what we have been seeing. Okay. But the color of it is slightly bright. I am wondering if she's going to wear that gold outfit. I don't know if she's going to wear that because that's been, I've been seeing that circulating. Okay. Okay, it's been um, movie images as far as just stills. Um, not even stills, just promo art. Sure. Um, I don't see her in that, in the trailer. I don't know if she's going to be in that, if it's going to be a flashback. Okay. Okay. Because we never see that anywhere along the way when she left Themyscira. Okay. When she left Themyscira, she had on the Wonder Woman armor. She had Correct. on the black trench or whatever. Right. Her mother gave her the tiara of Antioch. She Kay. had the lasso. Yeah. She had the sword. Yeah. She had the shield. There was no goal on it. So if she had that, it's going to be cool. I want to know where she got it. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing how this is going to go. I've heard rumors and I've seen concept art of Cheetah.
0: And I see. Yeah, I saw the, the, the concept art. Now,
1: I'll be honest with you. It looked like crap. Mm. And I don't know if it's because it was concept art why it looks like crap. But if Cheetah comes out there and she is not all Cheetah up yeah, DC once again would have let me down. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. One of the things I've always loved about that villain is that cat suit, that that cheetah, cheetah, cheetah maneuver. Yeah, cheetah, cheetah, you can't cheetah. come around.
0: You can't come around messing you up the cat suit. You cannot
1: short that. You cannot so don't short change me. Don't man. mess up the cat suit. You see what I'm saying? Get I get you. So. That movie's supposed to be dropping here, what, uh, five, six months, seven months, eight months, something like that? Uh, 2020, that's all. Let's yeah. Let's get a um, look at that. Now, when the movie drop you know, we gotta bring June. June. It's expected June, there's no locked in date. Okay. Um, when this movie drop in June, we're gonna have to bring Jenna back into a podcast on the one on the movie. Um listen. is this contingent on if she eats her crow or not? She has to eat her crow, first of all. She has to. Is second she,
0: of all. Can't she come back if she has not eaten her if crow? If she
1: ain't eat her crow, I'm not having her back. Okay. She has to eat her crow. If you listen to Jenna, you have to eat your crow. Wonder woman. Uh second of all, she have to lasso a piece of lightning and show me. She, she gotta make that happen. She gotta make that happen. <laughs> Cause I can't, I don't believe Wonder Woman collapsed last some lightning. But I'm just saying she
0: might be a Wonder Woman, but they're, they're, that is a different
1: level of that's, wonder. That's, hey, that that ain't wonder at all. Not even wonderful in the slightest. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But um for those of you who are listening, make sure you go check the Wonder Woman trailer today because it's going to be dropping. I think they say twelve thirty. I think it might be Pacific time. Okay, but definitely gonna, isn't out yet. So. Yeah. I'm going to be looking at my clock, 1230, and if that doesn't work at 330, I'm going to be looking at it again because I'm going to be trying to catch this Wonder Woman trailer and I hope it kicked butt. I want to see what she brings, you know. Um, any final thoughts before we get out of here?
0: Uh, I really enjoyed this cast. I got a chance to get some things off my chest.
2: Yeah. It's
1: all about the women today, man. Yeah. Shout out to you beautiful women out there. You are the most amazing creatures on this planet. Um, I'm not like the average man who's, all I hate being chauvinistic or whatnot. I give my credit where credit's due. Women are amazing creatures. You know, um, I have an amazing wife. I have an amazing daughter-in-law who gave birth to grandbabies for me, you know, and I have an amazing daughter, you know, and granddaughters. I got two of them, you know what I'm saying? They are amazing creatures. So shout out to all of you wonderful ladies out there that's listening to this podcast. This weekend is all about you. Women's weekend. So this is your man, T'Challa BP seventy four, and hey, my man. Keetanoo. It's been a pleasure coming to you live today, guys. We'll see you guys up soon. Peace out. Bye bye. Bye bye. Rebellion's mind.